Okay. So a lot more free time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a bit. I mean, it depends on how... God, I'll have to learn how to edit if I want to start up like a, a split-off podcast. Yeah, I mean, if you set up with whoever you're, whoever you're working with, so you like minimize in-house stuff, it makes editing a lot easier. That's basically what we try to do. Yeah. That's why whenever you're like, I'm going to cut this, it's like, don't. Unless we all, unless it's, again, two-thirds. Two-thirds rule. Two-thirds rule. We need, we need to change that name. <laughs> two-thirds rule is too, too, a bit too close. To three-fifths compromise? Yeah. Are we live? Oh, no, you're having Are we live? No, we're not right. Well, can we, like, get this started? Yeah, yeah we can get it started. Yeah. Can I have, like, laundry to fold? And yeah. Game of Thrones. Actually, I don't care. This takes priority over fucking wood laundry. I can fold that tomorrow. Dude, dude, laundry... Never. It's in the dryer. Oh, I just have to fold it. Yeah. Okay, we are live now. Yes, we are live. Do you want to leave it three fifths compromised, Joe? <laughs> 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 All right, everyone. Welcome to another new episode of Nick and Niles Get Nerdy. I am your host, Nick Shaber. I'm Niles Francis. I'm Cody Langford. Um. So I guess we lied to you last episode when we said it was going to be the last episode we all recorded together. Um. Because we're also all in the same room with this one. Uh, basically, we're going to record a second episode. Scratched our topics list, mm-hmm. um, so we're going to record a second one. But it was late, and after we went out and got some food, and the McNugget shame started to set in. Uh, my eleven-hour workday on two hours of sleep caught up with me, and I was kind of like, "Guys, I need to go to bed. I'm going to die." Because it was like what midnight. Eleven thirty. It was pretty late, it was having late been up at like six thirty. Yeah, it was also better that I mean we had I, well, to go back and study for finals that we had the following you guys had finals i'm now rejuvenated um so to get this started i mentioned to you two earlier that i had designed a logo that i'm really happy with for the podcast and i have printouts that you guys can hold on to for everyone listening to this he's just pulled out a piece of paper (laughs) 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 i'm no longer entertained by this Keeping a particular copy, so I'm those burning this copy. <laughs> Dude, I have a digital file and three this, more copies upstairs. I burned your computer. <laughs> so, it's on a flash drive, and copy. it's saved on the, in a secret folder on the computer at work. It is labeled not porn. I'm burning this entire copy. Actually, down. it's labeled fancy war machine. So basically, <laughs> continuing on from the hijinks, continuing the hijinks from last episode. What was on the piece of paper I handed them is a picture I made in Photoshop at Workday, intentionally shittily Photoshopped, of Nigel's head, <laughs> a particularly great face from a Facebook picture, on top of a War Machine suit. But the War Machine suit has been shittily painted in, although the pink, pink came out darker, primarily pink with accents of like lime green, orange, and a very light blue. <laughs> And, and it has the words on it. Oh, yeah. It's written in uh, purple fab machine <laughs> around the art reactor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a slow opening podcast. Would it yeah, make you a- feel better if I told you after I explained the gay Don Cheadle joke to my coworkers, they found it hilarious? <laughs> I'm currently flipping us off. Like, I set this joke up hours ago to just dropping that I created a logo. Uh, for any of you listeners who may want to see this picture, 
Um, not only am I uploading a copy of it to the Facebook page, which I know Niles will take down, mm-hmm. but um, if you request it on there, if I you- will. I I will. I will also be posting it. On my personal Facebook page. I, I should post it on mine as well. And tagging the podcast in it. Yes. <laughs> I will, I will. Two-thirds vote. <laughs> High five! Yes. Fuck yeah, two dads. <laughs> um, so, before we get into the topics, do you want to talk about what happened at dinner tonight at Five Guys? Oh yeah, yeah, we can do this. I mean, I told this. We talk about the Starbucks. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, we've mentioned that. The uh, the that's not funny lady at Starbucks uh, about a joke I made, berating Niles. Uh, Today was an even dumber occurrence at Five Guys where we went for dinner. Uh, After berating Niles, so Cody and I are standing by the soda machine, and I don't even remember what you said. I think you said they didn't have like a particular flavor of a soda on there. To which I replied. (laughs) With, which made no sense at all, that's racist. Yeah. Like, in no way was it was anything that could be even racist. Mm-hmm. And apparently Cody overheard this lady saying, watch your mouth. Yes, pointing specifically at us. Right. Yeah, watch your mouth. Which, should we mention that she was... Yeah, yeah <laughs> might as well. Might as well. She was... Old. Did, uh, older, how you, how older. How do you explain this woman? I mean, she was an old, uh, late, an old black lady. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He said it. I didn't. <laughs> what? Like you guys were dancing around it for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. It's, yeah. Because, because you know, like the yes, yes, that. yes. We know the implication. I was debating whether I should say "old bitch." <laughs> she was an old bitch. Yeah. But but then. Well, see, I, I didn't hear about this until we were sitting down eating, and after it passed, which disappointed me. And then Cody filled me in on what had happened. Yeah, I completely... I had noticed this, and I was, like, speechless at the time. I didn't know how to react. I was glad I didn't actually react to it until... And, but I think she looked over later and saw us having dinner with Niles, and... I saw kind of a look on her face that she was kind of ate her words. I Good. think. To a certain extent. Like I didn't hear it. She would have been eating my foot. <laughs> it's just... Because I would have shoved it so far up her ass. It would have been in her mouth. I think we were just going off of the flavors of soda. I think you just said yeah. like they didn't have a particular flavor of like high C or something and I was like oh that's racist yeah like in a way that like co- clearly a joke yeah it's a joke don't mean anything. a stupid joke like I guess like I could see her being upset at like the quality of the joke and being like that doesn't even that doesn't even make sense yeah but yeah I would have been fine with that doesn't make sense I was but. really hoping she was like gonna be upset enough to like come say something as a follow up at our table because yeah. I would have just dressed her down. She just I mean, like Jester Dodge been like this guy's been my best friend for seven years. When it comes to race, sexu- uh, you know, sexuality, gender, whatever, I'm one of the most tolerant people. Valor. <laughs> Valor. 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 Unstolen Valor. I'm like one of the most tolerant. 
religion. One of the most tolerant people there is. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't understand that. And be like, so just mind your own business. Like, just fuck off. I've been. You don't know me. I've been Niles' roommate for three out of five years. We've been at RIT. And we've been besties since freshman year. Yeah. Like, it was clearly just like, I laughed while I said it. Yeah. Like, oh, that's racist. And it's. I think she. I. Again, I think she, she didn't hear the joke and only heard that's racist. Okay, and if just she only heard that's off. racist, then she's hearing me come down on something for being racist. So it still makes no fucking sense. She's probably just thinking that white people shouldn't be saying anything racist whatsoever. And see, that is racist. Yeah. Now, wait, or unless she was assuming we were actually saying something racist, which is also racist. Yeah. So, fuck that old bag. It's just, it happens too much, and it's... This world is a little too sensitive. Like, I never catch these things when I'm not at work and can actually dress people down for it. But, no, and then, like, I really wanted to, like, just shame her. Like, I wanted to send Niles over there and have him just be like... And have him, like, claim that he and I were in a domestic partnership. Uh, what was... What and that was you offended with, in a, with, like, a picture of, like... A child of a race, like a small, like a baby of a race that did not match either of us, claiming it was our adopted child, <laughs> and how he was insulted by her coming down on his husband. <laughs> I just make her feel as bad as possible, and then I took it up even further. One more notch. Yeah, I was like, okay, I was like, so what you do is you go, we go over there, we say we're husbands. We have an adopted child. So, one, we're in an interracial homosexual couple, as we're playing it to her. Mm-hmm. We have an adopted child of another race. And then I claim, again, bring back a joke from last week, that not only does all those things make me a stand-up guy, but I'm also distantly related to Hitler, so I should be <laughs> even further commended for fighting so staunchly against my genetics. And how dare she? How dare she insult such an upstanding citizen? And I am offended. I am offended. And I demand... You know what I demand? I demand reparations. (laughs) The big R. From there, things escalated to include Cody. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Cody, who... Oh, what was it? I end up rolling up my pant leg. No, 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 no. We say that inside your pants you have a prosthetic leg. Because you saved our child when when it wandered into the street at the cost of your own leg. Mm -hmm. You saved our child from being hit by a And now I'm just your best friends. And we are all heroes. And what right does this bitch have to come down on us? For a stupid joke. What has she done to make the world a better place? <laughs> Nothing. She probably throws babies in the dumpster. <laughs> she probably steals from don- from the donation box at church. <laughs> Who is she to judge us? <sighs> but it turned Niles to not in fact say it was 
Oh, and then the other idea I had, if I had been wearing my... It was like, if one of us had had a ring on us, I was like, I should have just proposed to Niles in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> and just made her feel even shittier. Or, or if she was talking directly at me, then, then I Cody would proposes propose. to Niles. Yes. What did happen? I got really excited as they were leaving, as she and her friend were leaving too, because I was like, oh, please just come over here and say something. Please just open your stupid mouth, your stupid, judgmental mouth, and say something to me, and I will put you in your place. I sort of wish she would have as well. It's none of her fucking business. No. It was clearly, like, my tone, I was clearly joking around. I don't think anyone was being serious. No. Oh, no. No. Yeah, no one was actually hating on other races. No. That that was not happening. Uh, no, we it doesn't. Do that really seriously anyways. We don't. Yeah, we don't we don't normally we, just hate on other races. Like no. that's that's definitely not our That's not our style. style. That's not our style. We're not southern. Nicky Nell wow. <laughs> <laughs> good nerdy does not support racism. We're taking a hard line stance on this guys. Do we sympathize with I mean, if anyone, if, anyone, if anyone knows about hard lines, it's gay Don Cheadle. War machine. War machine. <laughs> been like, ma'am, I am offended. I am gay Don Cheadle. <laughs> Just trying to enjoy a dinner at this lovely establishment with my friend and my torrid lover. You are interrupting our meal, ma'am. I would just like to point out that we agreed. My that- friend Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Oh, no, no, no. no. That was an off-mic joke. Yes. My friend Robert Downey Jr. would not find this amusing, ma'am. I'm going to have him come and shit at your son's birthday. <laughs> just everywhere. <laughs> You know how Pocahontas can paint with all the colors of the wind? Well, my man can paint with all the colors of the turd. <laughs> Shades of brown, you ne- you never even knew existed. Have you ever seen the inside of a poop? Oh. You will. <laughs> and that bitch oh. eats a lot of corn. <laughs> And then we just come in shouting, <laughs> I feel like my valor has been stolen. I want to just put out there, we definitely agreed we were going to stick more with stolen valor and move off of everything else. I'm okay with it. i with this. You try to get free coffee at Starbucks. <laughs> stolen valor! Stolen valor! Oh, God. Gotta do the arm flinging as well. I mean, I could walk into Starbucks, be like, I, I've got a cup, can I get a discount on this? And then you just run in and be like, Stolen Valor! Stolen Valor! It's just, it's in all, it's, in all seriousness, folks, we here, we here at Nick and Niles Get Nerdy do not support Stolen Valor. We, uh, we don't. We, do not. we only support recognized Valor. Yes. Or Valor from your relatives. Yes. Essentially, proper, legally acquired valor. Legally yes. acquired. Oh, Le- legally. Legally acquired. Is it legally? Oh, I thought legally. you said legally. You said illegally. Yeah. There's a lot of legally. Legally, legally, legally. So now that we've got 
the the two opening orders of business out of the way. Let's dive right back into our topics list. Uh, we ended last episode, I believe, talking about Kojima. Mm-hmm. Um, as as it stands now, Kojima is officially going to finish up on Metal Gear Five. However, he's not going to be on future projects. Okay. Uh, odds are, um, any any Metal Gear game made after that is going to get farmed out to some other company. Right. Which means. We might be in for a doozy of a game after that. So, are you saying that this other company... (laughs) You guys should see the looks getting passed between the two of us right now. Are you saying this company is stealing Kojima's valor? (laughs) I guess... Yes. Yeah, that is actually... Well, you know, there's only one person... Who can rectify this? Okay. And that's Fab Machine. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Fab Machine is the you, you gotta suit. You gotta suit up, dog. You gotta suit up. <laughs> I, I stand back in this joke as hard as possible. I will stand back this joke till the ends of the earth. Into the ground and beyond. Coming this summer. Game... <laughs> Go on. Go on. Let's just hear the deal. Cody, shut up. Coming this summer to a theater near you. Gay Don Cheadle in Niles Francis and the City of Stolen Valor. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, you're okay. I, wait, I can see wait. you're unhappy with my with yeah. how with how that works. Okay. Yeah. Let, let me let me let me give it a new working yeah. title. Coming this summer to a theater near you. Gay Don Cheadle in Fab Machine and the City of Stolen Valor. They stole his valor, and now he's gonna bring it, he's gonna get it back with fabulousness. Uh, that was a real you got there. Yes, better than the first. I would see Niles Francis starring in City of Stolen Valor. I, I would burn that production to the ground. I hate that movie almost as much as Spider Man Two. You really need to include Fat Machine in the title. It has to be. You know, see the issue here. Fat Niles Machine sounds way too close to Fat Machine. <laughs> and from there, it just gets worse. <laughs> fat Fab Machine? Fat Fab Machine. He's fat, put on a few pounds? Fat thing, Fab Machine. Ew. And Ew, then, all at once. <laughs> Moving on. Uh... Uh, so, should we go into more gaming news, or do you want to head up your topics? I don't know. Well, what's next on the gaming news? Uh, I wanted to briefly touch on the state of paid mods. Okay. Uh, just because, uh, how do you guys feel about modded games? <clears throat> I mean, I don't really care. Mm. You don't, uh, don't mess with your games much? Not really. Yeah. Do you do mostly console stuff? Almost exclusively, my laptop can't really. My laptop can barely handle Netflix without mm. overheating and shutting off. Mm. Alright, that's fair. What about, what about you, Cody? Not uh, much of a gamer, but I mean, everyone should, have, if they purchase it, they should have the right to modify a game to a certain extent. If you've right? got the skill, yeah, you should be able to use it. Absolutely. So, yeah, there are two big things that happened then. Uh, since recently, kind of. Uh, Rockstar came down hard on people that were modding games in GTA. 
uh, they recently changed their user license agreements um, to officially, not just like passively, say, um, if you mod the game, you will be banned from online service. And this is coming right off the heels of the Steam modded games debacle. Uh, so let's say you have the ability to mod uh, one of your favorite games. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, any game you wish, really. Assassin's Creed 4, mm -hmm. now with more boobs. Now with more boobs. All right. So let's say there's this one guy who has his mod available for you. It's totally free. Would you do it? Would you run with the mod pretty quickly? I mean, it's adding more boobs. Why yeah, wouldn't exactly. I? Okay. Uh, if we're like $2 for it, would you buy in? Sure. What's your absolute I limit mean, on more boobs in Assassin's Creed? I mean, Assassin's Creed 4, so you're pirate sailing, and there's also more boobs. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know. You have to understand, though, like, when it comes to DLC, because I'm weird and somewhat of a completionist, mm -hmm. kind of a whore when it comes to DLC, mm -hmm. so... I don't know. For a fairly tiny mod like that, though, no more than $5, I don't think. All right. That makes sense. So let's say you made the mod of more boobs in Assassin's Creed 4. Okay. Uh, it took you a couple months to get the thing worked out. There's a couple people who had a framework for you to build off of so you could set everything up. But uh, it took you some time to make it. How much would you charge a person for them to use your mod? I mean, we're charging $3 for an unedited <laughs> premiere podcast mm -hmm. episode. So, mm -hmm. um, a couple months, probably a decent amount of hard work, but I also want to be fair, and it is just a mod. Do $3 maybe? $3? Okay. Cody, if I told you... Mm-hmm. That you could get the entire cast of Metalocalypse as fighters in Injustice. Mm. You'd play as. How much would you pay? But also with more boobs. <laughs> also <laughs> with more boobs. Everyone in the cast has boobs. Are you talking the cast of Metalocalypse, or are we talking like everyone? All the everyone okay. from Metalocalypse. Uh, Imagine totally with some huge more, more, more Batgirl boob. Solomon Grundy's is rocking the pair. <laughs> The thought of Solomon General Grundy. Zod, more like General Zoinks. <laughs> more like General Bazadgas. Um, I don't know, if we're talking the mobile version. Solomon Grundboom. Um, I'll do like, yeah, I'll, 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 $3 seems $3? fair. Console, I'd go probably as high as 5 because mm -hmm. it's a little bit more expansive, I think, right. on the console. Would, so, you, yeah. would you sell it for that much if you were making it? Yeah, yeah, that's about fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now imagine, from both sides of of, of, of the fence, mm -hmm. people like you originally released the thing for free right. because you wanted to contribute to the community. Suddenly, the people that run the platform that you made the mod for said, "You can now charge for your mods." Mm -hmm. Now, it's kind of a no rules kind of thing. You can set. Like a charge for the mods you've made right now, mm -hmm. 
how things go in the future, would you? Let's say people have your mind inst- like have the mind installed right now, mm-hmm. and you and you were just told you can charge people for the mods. Am I retroactively charging them? That's the big question. That's one of the, any no, other questions I, you guys have about this. Um, my uh, my immediate answer is no. I would not retroactively charge them. Okay, but like set a deadline and kind of say, hey, I'm going to charge from this date at midnight mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. you know, I'll yeah, charge for it. retroactively yeah. fucking yeah. charge these people. Screw that. No, right. that's, that's, that's being a dick. That's, that's almost saying, you know, I get a song off iTunes for free legally that they offer on there. Mm-hmm. And they go back... Well, it's off the free list, so we're going to charge you now for it. I mean, at that it's point, like, you're scary. basically just stealing their valor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no one wants that. No. Now, here's the thing, though. Let's say you really need the cash, and you feel bad about being a dick, but you kind of want to, because the way it's set up on the platform, mm-hmm. you charge the cash. Mm-hmm. 75% of the money made mm-hmm. goes towards the platform vendor and right. the developer of the company that made the game. Mm-hmm. The remaining 25% goes to you. Okay. Uh, um, and let's just say that's the scenario for one of the games you've messed with. Okay. Going forward, the price distribution varies a lot depending yes. on the agreement between the platform vendor of course. and the game developer. Yep. Are, do you think you're going to stay in this kind of ecosystem knowing that you're going to have to change your prices based off of whatever the game's developer decides essentially and you're losing about 75% of profit I mean at a certain point it's getting to the point where I'm charging more that I'm comfortable making people pay regardless of what it might take home being tiny mm-hmm. so I'd have to opt out Mm-hmm. Cause like, this is shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, like it brought up a lot of interesting questions because the PC game vendor Steam uh, a couple months ago said, you know what, developers. Oh wait, no, sorry. Like about a month ago, uh, they said, you know what, developers, mod developers deserve some money for the mods that they make. Mm-hmm. So let's allow them to charge for it. The issue here is. They didn't figure out exactly how that charger would work. They just said, let's start things here with the Skyrim game. See how things work. So basically, if I'm in this ecosystem, I can go from now something that I was giving away for free to charging a fairly ridiculous price for it. Yes. So my follow-up question is, in this scenario, is my name Notch? Mm, Your name is (laughs) not Notch in this scenario. So you might not make, you know, millions of dollars sitting on your ass. It's so you gotta you gotta just get Lego licensing deals left and right. Yeah, like Steam was known for always being good to developers, modders, and customers alike, mm-hmm. and they really wanted to get that. But they they came up with a horrible model uh, that didn't even consider like retroactive charging for people. And because of that, and the poor price distribution, a lot of people were up in arms about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because there was also the, the like there there was so much technical stuff going into it. People were making mods 
based off of the groundwork of other mods, and yeah. so the question became, how much of that trickles down to other people, and how many people are getting touched by that. It was a horrible affair. People uh, were not happy, and they were well, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So within days, uh, Steam said, uh, we are reneging on the paid mods idea entirely. Okay. Enjoy your free mods. Good on them. Yeah. yeah. The question here is, though, what are we going to do going forward? Like, All right. I mean, they gave it a shot. Mm-hmm. They may reapproach it with some harsher regulations, mm-hmm. or they may just be like, "Nope, that was a clusterfuck, and people can't be trusted with this freedom." Mm-hmm. They're going to patriot act those motherfuckers. Yeah, they're going to patriot <laughs> because they are really just setting up a system for like peripherals, outside stuff. It, it like if you just get the base game, it's not going to affect any of that. But it's something that's there, and it's a major part of it. It's, yeah, it, may, it really makes you think. Like, how are we gonna charge for things in the future? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Very much so. Yeah. Right. Um. So there is some prospective casting for, or at least rumors of prospective cast negotiations for the MCU Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. One Asa Butterfield. Which you everyone probably may only knows from Ender's Game, <laughs> which to this day I have still refused to see. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yep. I yeah. So this dude's got a baby face. He really? How yeah. old is he? Is he not a baby? I don't know. Okay, he looks just, twelve. This is IMDb. Him really like I can see him him being Ender, but see there was complaints that he looked too old to be Ender. 1997. All right. He is... He is... 17. 17. Yeah. I mean... Or April 1st, so he'd be... 18. 18. Just turned 18. I mean, he... A month ago. He will play a good, like, high schooler. That is true. If if that's the role, yeah. To be fair, I have not seen anything he's done. I have heard things about Ender's Game. Yeah. I won't watch it because I just, as a huge fan of the original book, it's just all rumored. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's announced for the Untitled Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, not confirmed. Yeah. Well, his his rumored. his role is rumored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so he's he's gonna be in it. We just I. Not. Yeah, not, not thrilled. Super. We'll see how he does in Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiars. Fuck that. That's coming out like after. Wait, no, it's, no, it's 2016. No. Oh, okay. That's that's better to look at. Let's hope mm-hmm. Ava Green is in the new Spider-Man. She's Peter Parker. <laughs> she is Peter Parker. Just scrap whatever plans you're making. Just do Spider Gwen, dude. Dude, reboot yeah. Spider-Man. Replace all the males with females. Ghostbusters. Just do Spider Gwen. Do Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, because that's gonna work well. <laughs> did we talk about that? Did we? I don't think we did. I'm not sure on here. I think we've mentioned it briefly. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that comes up in everyone's conversation. It's not that I have a problem with an all females Ghostbusters cast. It's just that I have a problem with another Ghostbusters movie. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with another Ghostbusters film. I don't have a problem with. Uh, 
all female cast Ghostbusters films. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with the casting for well, it's just, the look, Ghostbusters film. Ghostbusters from the past only really worked once. Yeah, that's like true. The, not even, not even. The factors that all came together to make it great was like a one-time convergence. Fuck, Ghostbusters Two is reviled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this movie left just Amy Schumer. Hey, I Whitney like Amy Cummings. Schumer. Wait, oh god, Dude, I love Amy Schumer and Whitney Cummings. Wait, Wait, where are you seeing? What? No, no, I don't no, want them in this. No, film. he oh. wants them in this film. Um, who would Courtney love? Is she the villain? Is yes. she the monster? She is the She's monster. literally a monster. <laughs> she pops out, they go, oh god, it's so horrible. Kristen Wiig I'm a fan of. It's so just, am I. No, that's, that's, yeah. that's the... Melissa McCarthy. Was, Melissa McCarthy is typecast as the fat. Woman. I don't I find don't, her funny. I yeah. don't either. Yeah. The only role I genuinely enjoyed her in was Suki on Gilmore Girls. Mm. Like that's it, and she's not really trying to be funny in that show. Like, but I don't, I don't find her particularly funny. I don't really know the other three. I've heard of I've Kate heard, McKinnon. I've heard of Cecily Strong and Kate McKinnon. Cecily Strong. What do I know her from? At SNL. What okay, awesome yep, that where I've seen her. I don't know. Awesome, Saturday Night Live had a sponsor. Okay, so yeah, I know her then from SNL. Yep, okay, that's why she's really familiar. All right, um, Kate McKinnon. Yep. Kate McKinnon. SNL. Toy um, Story, Life Partners, Putting Face, The Awesomes. So, okay, so two people. Who really, like, I haven't seen, like, really haven't been anything big. So, they're mm-hmm. unknowns. So, they could be really funny. Uh, yeah. We, I have... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, there we go. And Leslie Jones? Yeah. The Magnificent Leslie Jones. SNL. SNL. <laughs> no way. I mean... Dude. No, 2014. Yeah. 2015. So she was SNL. She was working on Sullivan, son. Yeah. Um, movies, movies, movies. She's done a lot more just appearances, kind of, yeah. in shows. Or, yeah. Yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff, at least. Yeah. So basically, the only non SNL person they're pulling is Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. So, okay, in fairness, it's three unknown. Someone who I do find. Funny for the most part, mm-hmm. and I didn't really find her amusing in Anchorman too. But it was, uh, it, was it, it was it wasn't was, her performance. No, it was, it was, it was the, the character. It was just the humor they were yeah. going for. Was just and yeah. Melissa McCarthy, who I just I just genuinely don't think is yeah. funny. Yeah, like I really feel like I need to see Melissa McCarthy in more in a wide variety of stuff. Yeah. There isn't an existence of that. She is always playing that person that is the closest thing so, I yeah. making fun of herself for being fat. Yeah. Well not always. The only a good portion of the time and what well, yeah. I've seen. Yeah. Oh god, Mike and Wally, I hated that show so much. I forgot about Identity Thief. It was oh, not good. Identity Thief She oh. also Look at me, I'm fat. I'm poor, I'm fat. I need help. Like yeah. it's like she's not even trying. Daniel Radcliffe is at least trying. 
Mike and Molly, which I tried to watch and just could not. Oh, she was in Rita Rocks? She was in Hangover 3, which As... I don't think she was funny. Yeah, I know. I remember her part. I didn't really find her funny no, in that. she wasn't funny in that. The one that really stands out as terrible for me is Tammy that came out. Oh, God. Oh, Tammy. I forgot about that Tammy. terrible. Gilmore Girls, I think, was the closest thing she came to. She was in... Wait, what? I could see her Kim in Possible. I don't recognize DNA. DNA. I vaguely remember DNA. That's just, I don't at all. Let's just uh, bring her up. That was impossible in so long. All right. Uh, um, yes. Oh, oh of course, <laughs> of course, another overweight person. She, oh, she's she was the husky lady who was really into animals. And I don't remember her being an. Yeah, she was a clearly forgettable villain. Yeah, she was like Team Possible. Oh, I just, or no, I Team Impossible. That was it. I don't. Yeah, just not. Is Team Impossible funny. defined Melissa McCarthy funny? In my opinion. So, uh, Ghostbusters is going to be a toss-up. It's, uh, it's going to be a real toss-up. I, mean, really? I was never huge on Ghostbusters anyway, so I, genu- I for the most part, just don't care. Jeez, mm-hmm. oh, and she has so many more films and it coming. Doesn't and really, this not, isn't really something, not. yeah, and this, like, this isn't generating anything that's making me care. Oh, she's going to be playing Tinkerbell in the latest movie. God. I... I have not heard Tinkerbell's voice as long as time. I want to see how this goes. Can you imagine? Oh, it's live action. <laughs> oh. Watch, she voices someone else. She's okay. voicing Tinkerbell. No, like, someone else plays the actual on-screen character, but uh, she voices it. No. I can totally see that. To be fair, I don't think she's a bad actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like. She, I think she's a bad actress. I feel like she fits the in role well, but she is too limited in her roles. I genuinely don't see. In terms Alex of playing a more serious character, she is not a bad actress. I again haven't but, seen. Right, 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 no, 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 right. But it's just I don't. I mean, it's a combination. Like a part of it is that I just. The humor role that she's kind of fallen into, I don't think is amusing. Mm-hmm. I'm close to funny. It didn't no. work with Chunk and the Goonies. No. Or Fat Bastard. No, Actually, no. That's a lie. Fat Bastard was hilarious. I mean, Austin Powers was a parody movie. It, yeah. It, it makes that's, sense. That, that's kind of why. Well, well because, it, right, because he plays into the sheer ridiculousness of the entire series. Mm hmm. Yes, but we'll have, to, we'll have to wait and see. I was thinking the other day, I was like, I really wish they'd make another Austin Powers movie, and then I rewatched Goldmember, and I was like, I take that back. <laughs> I was like, no, no more. Goldmember is okay. Yeah. But, like, I made the mistake of watching all three in a row, and mm. if you watch uh, the first one and The Spy Who Shagged Me mm-hmm. first, like, the, the quality difference is much more noticeable. Yeah. And it's just. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't hold up as well as the other. The other two are great. Yeah. Uh, did we talk about the, the uh, cast for uh, Civil, uh, Civil War? We, in, at the end of the Ultron cast, yes, but they have since then put up an extend, an expanded 
roster. Um, mm-hmm. So we've got Cap and Iron Man. We've got Spider-Man making his debut appearance. We've got Black Panther making his debut appearance. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch and Vision have been confirmed, as has Paul Rudd's Ant-Man. War Machine, Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Widow, Hawkeye. Winter Soldier's coming back. Yep. I'm thinking potentially... <laughs> Nigel, you're in this. Nigel, I didn't know you were starting. Baron Zemo will be showing up. <laughs> so we're going to see a little more of Hydra. Um, I think that might be it for the hero group. Hulk and Thor are the only ones so far who aren't returning. And I think mm. they haven't said anything about Sam Jackson or Kobe Smulders, but I imagine they might be showing up. Oh, and um, I can't remember his name, but Cody, this will probably take you off and probably take a lot of people off. Go for it. The guy who played General Thunderbolt Ross in The Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton oh, is coming geez. back in the role for Civil uh, War. Wow. Acknowledging officially, even more so, that it is part of the MCU... Despite what however people may feel. I'm just glad See, we I'm, get Red Hulk. I'm, I'm glad that they... Dude, if they, can you imagine if they did Red Hulk? I don't think they can do Red Hulk, though. In I, this movie? I never... The thought never hit me that Red Hulk with, would be impossible. I, Red Hulk's not impossible. I just think he's impossible in a movie that doesn't also include Hulk. Good point. I'm glad that they're at least acknowledging it's a part of the MCU because they're completely denying the Eric Bana and Ang Lee creation well, ever happened. Yeah, I think that may have been a different studio, and also that was like pre. That was never actually. Oh right, Crossbones is coming back. Have you guys seen the costume images for Crossbones? Yes, I have not. Very. Close to the comic counterpart, I think he looks amazing. Where is it? Uh, Try Crossbones Civil War. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Apparently, he was in two. Yeah. Um, he is the guy who, at the end of Winter Soldier, is fighting Falcon. Right there. Okay. 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 And gets fucked up at fucked up at the end, and he's got like the X across his chest, so he's all scarred, messed up. And here, Uh, that's too small. There we go. That's him in his new Crossbones costume, and I think he looks sick. Yeah, I think. Uh, What's his original origin story? I think he may have originally been a Hydra agent. Mm. Um, I know he is kind of messed up. But he's like a mercenary. Okay. Uh, no real superpowers, but I mean, if you look at his hands, it looks like he's got some like serious like because his hands are inside there, and that's just yeah. like metal around them. Yeah. So it looks like he's almost like he has gauntlets designed to like punch the crap out of Cap. Mm. Punch the crap out of. I mean, Cap. It looks like he's getting ready to punch the crap out of Cap. And uh, yeah, like look at that. that is like metal freaking exo fingers. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you, comicbookmovie.com. Yes. Yep. Uh, for a comparison, let's see if I can find a good picture of his comic counterpart. Do 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 do. I suppose that works. Uh, yeah, that's kind of oh, yeah. So he, he looks, looks a bit banish in that pic. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, is this I mean, also a banish. 
it's artistic style. Like over musculature is a common okay. because like I saw a couple different versions of it, and one of them looked more like a black Captain America. So I wasn't sure. Man, are I you really... sure that wasn't just Falcon as Captain America? <laughs> yeah, I'm almost certain I wasn't looking at a black Captain America. Because there's currently a black Captain America. Because there's black Captain America, and then there's black Captain America. Is the original still dead? Spoilers. No. Okay. Um, he's been back for a while. Uh, the reason um, Sam Wilson, the Falcon, has taken over as Captain America is because I forget who Cap was in a fight with in the comics, but his super soldier serum was neutralized so he aged very rapidly up to what is supposed what would be his physical age after uh. all these years so he now kind of uh trying to think of a good counterpart um like oracle when barbara Gordon was oracle in the dc universe which is paralyzed he acts kind of like as a coordinator for the avengers now okay and Sam Wilson, because Bucky has since gone back to being Witcher Soldier and has his own stuff he's doing. Mm-hmm. Sam Wilson is taking on the mantle of Captain America and kept the wings. Yep, I saw that. I'm wondering if they're maybe in this movie in Civil War going to kind of set Bucky up as kind of trying to regain some of his former heroism, mm-hmm. which yeah. would tie very well into maybe Steve Rogers dying at the end of Civil War, like yeah. you know, in the comics, mm-hmm. and yeah. Bucky steps up to take his place. Yeah. There's also a theory that they may pull a reversal instead of Cap dying at the end. And actually, I could be completely wrong, and you may want to fact check this. Um, I believe Crossbones may have been the one who shot Cap. Uh, just search. Crossbones killed him. Death of Captain America. Death of Captain America. I remember the scene. The aftermath of Civil War. Brainwash. Crossbones snipes at him while Sharon Carter, who has been brainwashed by Dr. Faustus, posing as a shield psychiatrist, delivers the killing blow. Sharon Carter, who is Agent 13, the not-a-nurse from Winter Soldier, who mm. is coming back as well. Okay. Yep. So, you've got the two people who work to assassinate Cap in the comics. So, so I can see them thing. setting that up. I see, um, I see this happening. Uh, similar, although there there's a theory that they might pull a complete uh, reversal and that Tony Stark is going to die at the end of Civil War. Hmm. I really doubt that. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them. Do you remember that time they ended his trilogy and then he came back for Avengers 2? Yeah, who knows? Did I don't know. They, I don't know. We have... Actually, did they explain... What happened? No, they even they didn't really end his trilogy. No, they they like even when Iron Man three came out, it was known he was going to return in Avengers two. Yeah, yeah, it said it at the end of the movie. Did they explain? Did they explain in Iron Man? Okay, because from what I remember, like the power source, Iron Man three ends. No, no, no. The arc reactor in his chest wasn't powering the suits. The suits are each have their own individual arc reactor. Or in the case of the Mark forty two. Each individual component is powered by its own reactor. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's why the Iron Legion 
or the the suits at the end of Iron Man three are able to function on their own because okay. they're each already individually powered, or yeah. why War Machine's suit can run. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one that was in his chest, what I the, my problem with that is like they uh, they all sort of had to completely reconstruct his sternum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, um, yeah. So the arc reactor in his chest was removed. Yeah, but. The suits are still powered, and I know, like, yeah, he blew up all his suits and then turned around and built another one. But building one suit and Veronica, and I guess subsequently, more or less going back to originally where he was just upgrading the suits one at a time, not manically like he did in Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. I think just blowing them up at the end of Iron Man three was just like symbolic yeah. to Pepper, mm-hmm. be like, I'm done, you know, manically devoting all of my time to these suits mm-hmm. I'm not working with you or devoting it towards you mm-hmm. um like I still see him building another one because he can't just like give up being Iron Man yeah. yeah I mean eventually it's it's already kind of been announced that it will be a James Bond-esque thing where eventually it'll just kind of pass the torch to someone else not literally in a film like giving it up, but he'll just oh. he'll just change over to a different actor. Will be yeah. playing Tony Stark. Okay, they've already announced that, yeah. to my knowledge. But if not officially announced, it's yeah, probably like they're like, well, it's something we can do yeah. just to keep the continuity with actor contracts expiring. Yeah. So I really no. So I don't. I don't think they'd kill him off. I don't I really. Don't think so. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, it's it's. I think it, it would be hard. Well, to even if they kill him at the end, they could, Captain. you know, you know, let's just come back. Yeah. We thought Coulson was Maybe dead. Maybe he could be like. We thought well, Coulson was dead. He came back. We thought. You're. We thought you're, Batman was dead. He came back. Maybe he. Maybe he sees the death of Steve Rogers and is like, I'm done. Just goes like that. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Just simple. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I finally like look what I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see that. Well, we've kind of seen him sort of adopting that stance at the end of Avengers too. Yeah, where he's like, exactly. I need to be take. I need to take myself out of the game. Mm-hmm. So I could see that. I really could. And I can see a catalyst, similar to like in the comics, pushing him to join the side of registration and bring back this suit. I don't know. It'll be. I'm psyched for it. It'll be interesting to see how. This comes about. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good ride. Mm-hmm. I don't want to kind of steer the direction, but uh, steer the direction of the podcast. But do you want to go over the? Uh, well, right. I you rewatched, rewatched Winter Soldier. Yes, and brought some thoughts to the table. Um, action's a little bit better than I remembered, right? Which is good. Um, I know they. Upgraded Cap's fight choreography from the first movie, incorporating yes. a lot more of like Krav Maga and more modern fighting styles, um, which makes sense. Yeah, he would have learned newer fighting. Yeah, um, action was good. I particularly like the opening on the ship scene. I like that. Spy Cap. Yeah, the stealth suit is coming back for Civil War. Like that, which like makes that. sense. Yeah, 
Because I didn't like at the end where he brought out the really old suit. The old school? I... I'm not... I'm just not too fond of it. I was, I'm me. not fond of that costume, but, like, we don't necessarily know what happened to a stealth suit, and obviously yeah. he wouldn't have had access to, say, his Avengers costume. Yeah. yeah. No, um, he didn't have And access. it was also symbolic. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Yeah. We need a little fashion. I'm coming out swinging with, you know, the old suit to make a statement. The yeah. icon I used to be. Um, so all that was fine and dandy. I did like the dynamic that he had between, you know, Steve Rogers and Black Widow. Yes. Yeah, I really liked that dynamic. I didn't think there was any relationship tension there, but it was kind of... There's no relationship tension. There was some sexual tension. But I think that ties into Black Widow. Very, kind of, very small. Right. Amount. And that ties into yeah. Black Widow is just kind of a seductive spy type character. But see, yeah. that that and her relationship with Hawkeye in the first Avengers mm-hmm. is really why people are drawing, why so much criticism is being drawn to her relationship with Banner in Avengers 2. I have no problem with it. Because I, I feel like it wasn't that much. So I... So I could see her developing right. actual genuine feelings. Towards it's not that she had feelings. It's just well, I'm talking yeah. towards Banner. Yeah, yeah. That this was well, kind of just this, nothing, yeah. little or nothing. The problem isn't the romance. The problem is how the romance is portrayed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. Um, but yeah, I thought they had a really good dynamic. So I enjoyed his dynamic with Falcon was fantastic too. Yes. Something I remember you brought up that you think he really has to question a lot of things in The Winter Soldier. I think he questioned things for about five minutes. And and I'm going to particularly bring up the scene where he's in the room with Nick Fury and they're kind of regrouping and Nick Fury goes... So what's the plan, Cap? And it's like, back to goody two-shoes, Captain America, give me diabetes on film, everything is fine and dandy, it's... Need to protect the human, need to protect everyone, need to protect the people, but that is kind of the defining... This movie kind of... When he was first fighting way back when, defending, like, the interests of the people and kind of the interests of... Like the the government and whatnot were kind of the same thing. This movie is kind of more drew the line with like defending your country and your people doesn't always mean yeah going along with. I think he this movie was really just a lesson to him that things are different and you can't just. I think trust who's the, in charge. Yeah, I I realize you can't trust who's in charge, but it's like I don't feel like it's fighting the actual. You know the government. He knew he's fighting Hydra. That's what he's fighting. But Hydra has become essentially the government by this point. Yes, but I mean, I, they, I'm, they talk, are I'm talking. I'm talking like he's not fighting the U.S. government. That he, he like it's just the fact that he's fighting the the U.S. government is a consequence of him fighting 
Hydra. Yeah. And it just so happens that he's fighting the government. That's why I see it as, is he's yeah, fighting Yeah, even in the Hydra. beginning, when Nick Fury's keeping secrets, he's questioning, and even in Avengers, he's no, questioning no, government no, secrets. No, at that point, yeah. he's still questioning things, but then when it's Hydra, it, it the... There's no more questioning in my mind. Hydra it's, makes things easier, but it's still like, well, now who can I trust? Um, he finds out who he can trust, and it takes ten minutes of the film to find that out. It seems like, like what? A, like Black I, Widow, Nick Fury, the you know Falcon, yeah. individual it. people. Yes, yeah. but not, like I can see where he's going from. What am I? Right. What am I slightly? One of my gripes with the MCU right now is the fact that things get resolved a bit too tightly in the films themselves. There's still that overarching kind of shadow that we see, but there's a bit too much tidy things worked out in the end that I that I enjoy. Uh, like Avengers two. There was like like I said before, there was that whole oh man, we're gonna have to make a choice between how many people we're gonna save and how like how we're gonna work out with saving the world in the future. And by the end of the movie, they were maybe questioning a bit how they're going to make sure the world's okay. Mm-hmm. But by the end, they didn't have to worry about saving people. Like everything no, was, was every, for them. Everyone was saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like. Mm. Apparently, in terms of the helicarrier plot hole, I guess Agents of Shield is answering that question. Okay. Do you think they do that? Like the helicarrier. Do you think they just do that if they figure there's a plot hole, or they actually? I think it has. I mean, because like soon after Age of Ultron, it's like one of the within like the next couple weeks, the episode was coming out that was okay. So. Yeah. So at least. And like Agents of Shield, the creative team going in for the first season, knew that Hydra was getting dissolved. The actors didn't. Ah. Yeah. But the the writers and stuff, they knew already, but they kept it a secret from, like, the acting cast. Mm. for And as many people as they... Whoever they didn't have to clue in, they did, because they wanted genuine, like, shock for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's not like, oh, well, this we left this plot hole, we have to scramble to cover it in, like... Or, mm. like but it's like, this was already an episode. Maybe they were like, hey... Uh, maybe they didn't intentionally build interplay. Maybe they're like, oh, well, we can resolve this in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Who knows? But it's not like a, a spur-of-the-moment thing for this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't... I'm worried. They're spreading themselves a bit thin on viewership now. Because it might not be that much of a stretch to expect people to also watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, I have get it. a little clue in. Yeah, but it's like... Mm, I don't know if, if that should be their go-to way of... I mean, it's like gives a definite answer to it where he got it from. Answer. My assumption was kind of like, okay, it's not. If it had been one of like the Repulsor Helicarriers from Winter Soldier, I would have been like, well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. But the Helicarrier from Avengers, not necessarily the only one with the turbines. Mm-hmm. More than likely, it probably was, mm-hmm. but we also don't know what happened to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's still airborne at the end of the movie, could have gotten repaired, but he's like, oh, he's like, you know, I dug this out of storage. There's no way they would have taken that. It probably was much easier to build the new ones with the repulsors than completely retrofit that. I can see that having been mothballed and maybe forgotten about. 
So that that's was my assumption. I was like, maybe it's, I was like, it's probably the Avengers one helicarrier. Mm-hmm. It got mothballed when the new wave came. Yeah, there we go. I mean, it's an explanation. Yeah, but because yeah. it was definitely implied to be an inferior design with the repulsor ones. Yeah, so yeah, recurring character. Yeah, <laughs> watch so, out, helicarrier dies in the next. <laughs> That was brought back in Agents of Steel season four. <laughs> but Agents of Shields, from what I understand, is also right now doing a lot to set up and establish the Inhumans. Yeah, like I, I know that like, they do really well to set up their own stories in addition to supporting right. movies. Mm-hmm. And that's that's pretty good. But I don't know. It's not. It's but like it's not necessary to watch it with the movies. Yeah. Because I have not watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've, you know, picked up information here and there as I've seen it pop up. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, it's not it's not right. a big thing. Like, it's not a major issue. It's just I don't, I don't like that every so often I, I need to go check out... And I think, like you said, yeah, they end things really too tightly. But also it means that, like, they know there's, like, not everyone is going to see every movie. Right. So, like, Phase 2... About you only needed to really have seen about half of it mm-hmm. to be completely up to speed. Really, you only need to see the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Iron Man three. The only thing you need to know is that Tony gets surgery at the end to have the arc reactor move from his chest. Mm-hmm. Guardians, you only need to know that Power Stone showed up, and Thor, you only need to know about the Ether. They all have little things that tie in, but the only one that really had a pretty much main story aspect is. Winter Soldier. So yeah. they maybe make an effort to kind of make them a little more standalone and not leave too many loose threads. I don't know. Like, no. like it's just the, the, it's a different like since they are set up to be a long running thing. Right. Mm-hmm. They do pretty well to make sure that you are not required to watch the entire thing. right. But it's the difference between making a good movie and a good selling movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I- just feel like again with he has to question things it just it doesn't it doesn't appear that way to me it just doesn't cause it's I mean he didn't really over other things it could be more just kind of setting the stage for him to begin questioning things it could just be a long running like this plus find out he can't really trust all of his teammates and his fellow heroes in Age of Ultron mm-hmm. could, you know, yeah. build up to a very distrustful cap in Civil War. Which, I'm just saying, I'm seeing the ground... I saw the groundwork kind of get laid there for him being on the anti-registration, anti-government, yeah. basically fugitive side. Yeah. As opposed to the, you know... If you're talking right. about in the big picture, in the main scheme of things right. yes I agree with you but it, just this film in particular right. I don't see him question end up questioning no. a ton of the movie it, there's at least no, but it does, it does teach the lesson that what's right for the people and what's the interests uh, the best interests of the people and the best interests of the government are have become two very different things mm-hmm. which is very different from when we first saw him in the first movie where it's like the interests of the government kind of worked with the interests of the people. Like, you know, I don't like bullets and stuff like that. It's more... it. The movie is more him he be adjusting to a different time. 
Yeah. I'm saying like he's like, oh, I learned these great life lessons. I'm saying it's very yeah. subtle. Yeah. But it it is there. Mm-hmm. Like it is it's showing him a difference in things. And the other one other real discrepancy, I want you to check on this, mm-hmm. Niles. And correct me if I'm wrong. The Winter Soldier backstory is the other thing I sort of have an issue with. Is I think I know where this is going, but go on. That, you know, he's not... He's just... He, I understand, yeah, he was... He was taken, he was essentially brainwashed, or frozen... And brainwashed, brainwashed, yeah. Um, and enhanced with... The arm. Of the cybernetic arm and a version of a super soldier serum. Yes. Yes. Which I believe they mentioned. Yes. Yeah. Um, the issue that I have is... There's no real... I don't think there's too much explanation to why he's called the Winter Soldier. Um, what I heard was in the comics he was frozen when he wasn't needed. Right. Which is what they implied in the movie. No, they only implied that he was frozen once. When he was kind of in between missions they were electroshock. Electroshock to mind weapon. It was when he was in between missions in the movie... But they say that, like, he's been out of cryo for too long. He's regaining his memories. Mm-hmm. But Black Widow mentions, like, sightings of him for years and yeah. years. And it is it is implied that, like, in between them, he's frozen. I only there's see large, it once. I only saw it once. Right, but... So that's, uh, that's why... You I... only see it once, but, like, it's, like, because there's, like, very long gaps between him doing missions and it's like um and i think uh uh alexander pierce at one point is like you know um i'm not that's right calling the asset or something like that i I don't know and that's just me i only got got the sense that he was frozen once and he's just kind of been around ever since and that's see i i definitely took from it that like he whenever he wasn't needed he was on ice i never i didn't take it see i thought winter soldier was because i i always i'm not assume i'm really sure where the the name comes from but i know he was like kgb Mm -hmm. and i assume that's where like winter soldier came from fight in like russia yes but they easily could have called him like something else i think i mean literally like they can't they couldn't really change his i mean basically they're just keeping the name from the comics they can't really change that for the movie yeah but um, they were a little bit more yeah. meaning to why it's the winter soldier yeah because it's like yeah the rule is it like regardless of the source material the movie alone like the movie should stand on its own um that said they should they could have been better in the comics to explain this too Mm-hmm. I'm, the only thing I'm seeing is the name Winter Soldier derives from the writing of Thomas Paine, the American Revolutionary. These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands it now deserves the love and thanks of man and woman. That's it. That's it. Also, I mean, you could take it like winter is a metaphor for death, 
for the end of one's life, and he is basically Tate brought out when they need someone removed. So that so that I'd, I'd rather take that. I think it's more like no, it's one of those cases where like rather than forcing an explanation when there really also isn't one in the comics, it just kind of like leaves it open to interpretation. Okay, um, which is fine. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's. Like, there's a number of reasons he could have been called Winter Soldier. Like, yeah, they keep him on ice in between missions. There you go for that one. His assassins, that kind of plays in. Um, now, the other one to talk about, again, we mentioned the possible death of Steve Rogers right. at the end of Civil War. So, Falcon takes over supposedly for him. Uh no. no when he different. was when he was killed, when he was well, I guess he wasn't really dead. They revealed later, but when he was shot at the end of Civil War, um Falcon has only very recently taken over yes. when he's been cuz Cap was dead. Uh Bucky actually took over as Captain America. That's what I was yes. thinking. Yes. Yes, Bucky so. who was more or less reformed took over as a gun-toting Captain America. Apparently did, I mean, it helped that they had, like, a fantastic uh, writing and artistic team on it. Mm-hmm. Um, on the book, uh, I know Ed Brubaker was involved, and he's a comic legend. Um, but so he I, was, like, he was apparently, I haven't read the run, but he was a really good as Captain America. Um, and then Steve Rogers was revealed to not necessarily be dead and came back, and um, whether willingly or Forcibly, Bucky re-relinquished the mantle back to him and is now back as the Winter Soldier. See, I'd actually... Uh, what I was leaning to was I'd like to actually see yeah. Bucky as Captain America. I, I mean, like, by introducing I, him, I think everyone's kind of like they definitely have built themselves with the comics now to potential replacements. Yeah. I'd like to see him as... Yeah. I think I would... the character right. in the Winter Soldier. I, I, I'd like to see him. Especially, like, at the end, he's kind of like doing research about himself so I can see him kind of coming back in Civil War kind of like I know who I used to be I would like to be that man again and I'm working towards that and then like the best way to do that is to honor his friend when he dies Um, see that's a Right, tight, meaty, neat little bow that right I there. Think that also, it would be fit for the MCU. Better to. If they're going to use one of the two as a replacement cap, I think it might be better to take. It would be better character for his character to put Bucky in that role than to do it with Falcon. Yeah, Falcon, I think, needs time to grow as his own character. Whereas Bucky, as he is now, as just an assassin, it'd be hard to grow him from there. It would be better to like mature him as a character, mm-hmm. having to take on the responsibility of Cap and live up to that mantle. Mm-hmm. Falcon's already a good guy. Yes. There's the other brief scene of Bucky holding the shield. And that just was like... Oh, yeah. It, it just it just works for me. It just works. It just... Yeah. And how, again, how Falcon... How sick was that winter? It was like his, his like the mask and everything that oh, the Winter Soldier. Oh, gosh. That... It, it was probably my f- favorite part of the entire it film. Was such was a cool costume. Yes. Like, when they first were showing, like, the, when they first were releasing the trailer for that movie, and it shows him, like, the costume was like, holy fucking shit. I was like, boy, he looked great. So, yeah, I... 
I think it's partially to get. I mean, to his Bucky would have to sweeten up, obviously, compared to his right. role as Winter Soldier now, but to be Captain America, but. I, right, I kinda, but they have just, necessarily an entire another movie to yeah. kind of yeah right. No, no, what I'm saying is, I kind of want, I just want to fucking get the current Captain America that gives me diabetes every time I see him. Oh, Bucky, I think would definitely be much more interesting as Captain yeah. America. Yes, because yes. he's again trying to in that mantle one. Trying to live up to the man he used to be, who was a good, a really good guy. Mm-hmm. Two, trying to live up to the man Steve Rogers was by taking on that mantle mm-hmm. and not really be, but also like balancing, you know, this brainwashed psycho murderous assassin. He's yes. So yeah, I I do think it might be it would be a refreshing change. Yeah. But I do. I yeah. Because I feel like I need to take a shot of insulin every ten minutes. That Steve Rogers, Chris Evans' character, he has he has the Superman problem. Yep. In terms of morality, whereas Thor kind of runs with the Superman problem with power wise, also a little bit of morality. I yeah. think. Like uh, like I yeah. uh, like I, I I can I can tell you I see where you're coming from because I in a slightly similar vein kind of. Either way, I kind of want to cast Switch for Iron Man. Uh, which I'm, is I'm fine. Gonna, yeah, I'm yeah. no, you're you're done with Iron Man. I'm, I was, I'm, I mean, I like the Winter Soldier. I would switch the ranking. Like, I remember bringing up in Ultron cast that yeah. I like the first Captain America better. No, I've switched it now to the it's Winter Soldier's better. There is but one. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of done with yeah. Chris Evans as... Steve Rogers, I'm done. It's nothing against him as an actor. It's just I think it's not the character. So much, you're right. It's the not. Character. It's not the, a need for an act for an actor change. It's a need for like the actual the the character, character. to change. I want, I want an actor change. Although we may have a character change in Civil War, at least slightly. Like you're yeah. definitely going to see. I mean, literally a guerrilla warfare Captain America. Yeah. Which. Good, but um, I, I'm waiting for the inspirational speeches coming from the Steve Rogers character in the film, and it'll be like, shout insulin. <laughs> in terms of Robert Downey Jr. and a change for Iron Man, I think he, in terms of a solo movie series, I might agree with you. Yeah. But in terms of, like, maybe just, like, relegating him to just, like, appearances in other movies or just, like, the Avengers, I'd be fine with leaving him as is. Because, mm. I don't know, like, after the latest Avengers, he, he feels more and more like a self-insert character. Like, he seems like the character, the nerdy kid who got beat up made, uh, created, who is super smart, has everything, you know, pretty much work out in the end because he's smart. And his only weakness is that he's too good and if things don't go his way, he might, like, think... Is that really what you took from that? Because, arguably, the biggest villain in Age of Ultron is Iron Man. Yeah. And yeah. his ego. Yeah. Well, not only is his does his ego lead to the creation of Ultron, mm-hmm. Ultron is his ego. Yeah. Like, that was, like, that was the best part of him in the movie 
but it doesn't make up for the rest of the, him in the movie, I feel. I suppose. Because, and maybe it's because I just got sick of the quips between him and Ultron. But, See, I love that. But, I uh, actually liked him, Because it was just, it was more snark than I, than I wanted. I was okay with the amount of snark going on in, uh, in his movies to begin with. Yeah. And just having a second Stark in there just put me over the edge. I get where you're coming from. I mean, I've always been a bigger fan. Uh, we've already kind of, I guess, picked sides. Then. Yeah. For Civil War, yeah. no, we've I, already picked sides. I would totally choose Iron Man's side, but like, I, like, because I don't agree with Iron Man, with Captain America's decisions. Like, I don't agree with him. I don't dislike his character enough to want to replace him mm-hmm. just because... He, he's a better fish out of water than, than Superman, mm-hmm. which I think is a yeah. welcome addition to the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like with Iron Man, I've just seen too many other people's shitty stories where, they're the, where they are the hero and they did the big thing because instead of being the nerd that got beat up by Butch and shoved in a locker, mm-hmm. he's the big smart guy to save the day. Well, he was never the nerd who got beat up. He was never the nerd who got beat up. Tony Stark was he, never the nerd right, who got beat up. Right, but look what that has done. Yeah. It's, like, the only thing it's done... He was never the nerd who got beat up, so he's way too sure of himself. Yeah. yeah. Always. And, All and the, it's getting, gotten to the point he makes huge mistakes. With the exception of Iron Man 2... Mm-hmm. All the problems he has are ones he's created. Yeah. All of them. And, yeah, like, he's managed to oh, get well, himself in and out of every situation. Is Obadiah staying really... I don't really know if that's a problem he created. <sighs> to a certain extent, yes. Like, that was jealousy because of who he was, not yeah. anything he particularly did. Okay, we can even throw out the first one. Iron Man 3, though, that's he him. created Killian. That's... Yep. Yeah. He created Killian. He kind of... Always... Yeah, with uh, uh, the issues with all the suits. the girl, yeah, right. Yeah, it's, um, just, it's like he is the person, like he literally was the person driving the plots and a lot of these things. And he comes to bite him in the ass the most this time around. But well, because of the big three, he's the most interesting character. Yeah, beyond and, Thor and and Cap. would you say that's by a fairly large margin? Well, yeah, that's my issue. Thor is not. Well, yeah, it's not. Because it's because of who like the general characters though, right? Captain America being just kind of like the good boy, and Thor is not on the reason why Loki they like you won't see a Thor movie without Loki because you take Loki out of it, Thor's really like that takes pretty much all the interest out of Thor. Yeah, yeah. His as a character, he's not all that interesting. Mm-hmm. His problems are Superman based problems, really. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm struggling with being the king of Asgard and disappointing my father, which he no, doesn't really yeah. seem to care about. No, um, his most interesting thing is his conflict with his brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, given, and, like the, there aren't. I mean, like, his love interest, things. like, they've done. They've tried to do their best with Jane Foster. Mm-hmm. They've definitely made her a more interesting character than the comics, but. Nah. Yeah. Right. Nah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The alternatives are like they're basically drawing character. blood from a stone with that character. Yeah, yeah. Because there's there's not really much of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if you think about it, he didn't do anything, Iron Man, at all heroic in Age of Ultron. Mm. 
He fought the Hulk. Mm-hmm. That did not pan out to be heroic. No. No. It At the end, it. he wasn't well, on the rock saving people. He wasn't like Cap or the twins or Hawkeye or Black Widow. Mm. He was... Who kind of knew, like, this could be it. Yeah, I mean, he, it looked like he was putting out fires. He wasn't Vision, who implies that he doesn't really have a faith in humanity. Yeah. like I, But I doing the right thing by taking down Ultron, or, like, being on the side of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he was flying around trying to... Save an entire city from dropping, first yeah. off. And really, like, in his case, with him, that's not heroic. That's him cleaning up his own mess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, like, he was putting up fires most of the film, but every time I think, like, because, uh, like, every time I think back mm-hmm. to the movie and, like, how maybe he wasn't, like, the big hero to save the day and fix everything, I always think back to that vision he had. Um, that, oh, okay. With Red Scarlet, where it's like, everything's fucked up, and it's because I couldn't fix it. Right. Right. But... That's a plot thread that has been kind of being played since the end of Avengers. Right. And all through Iron Man, the entire thing, point of Iron Man 3 was him freaking out and just tr- overcompensating trying to fix everything. Mm-hmm. And it showed that while we he's like he still isn't over that and that vision is partly what's causing him to make worse and worse and worse decisions. Mm-hmm. And it was like that vision shook him up, Mm -hmm. which then causes him to make worse decisions with Ultron and using a strange AI he found because he's become obsessed with trying to fix everything with not failing. Right. Mm -hmm. That is not setting him up as a hero. That is not a hero trait necessarily. Mm -hmm. That level of obsession that he has, they are setting him up for the villain to be a villain. Yeah, a villain, but an antagonist in Civil War. Because I see a generic redemption storyline coming in. Maybe, definitely not the near future. But this is going to be resolved in some Civil War. I mean, I don't think he's going to get redemption. Even in the comics, he did not get redemption in Civil War. Like I I can see where they're going with this. But you could see it like in the two part sort of finale that he gets some sort of redemption yeah I, like, okay yeah because okay, I, I, I see this leading I into just it. a generic oh maybe I can trust other people to help, to help me save the day I think more and, if they're gonna go for a redemption thing in Infinity War it's gonna be him dying you think it's him dying I think I, I, I think, think it's redemption too. by death I think I don't it, it would be hard, really, to do anything else redemptive with him. Because all I'm seeing is a dude who's caused issues and has solved, solved issues because he is the most useful person. He's just the most useful I'm, person. I'm actually going to agree with Nick that I see him, like, what he's done can only be redeemed, sort of. He is, yeah, death. he is definitely snowballing down the hill. Yeah, it's not, like, it's I not, not, it's, not gonna, it's not gonna plateau. No, I see it. It's it's gonna get worse. Right. Yeah. I did not walk out of Age of Ultron being like, man, Iron Man, like, thinking, looking at Iron Man as a hero. No. Very least, he was neutral. Mm. Like, yeah, he stopped I, the meteor, but it's, he caused the entire thing. Yeah. yeah. More importantly... Like the most, I think the most important line in that movie 
And I don't think the whole death scene thing was him failing. I think really, I think he interpreted that as him failing. Mm-hmm. I think the whole everyone's dead because of me thing was him succeeding in whatever led to that. Mm-hmm. Because what I think is the most important line delivered in that entire movie is delivered by Scarlet Witch. When she looks at Cap and she says... Ultron sees saving the world and destroying it as the same thing. Where do you think he got that from? Mm-hmm. Like, and like being genuine, not being manipulative. That is how she feels, mm-hmm. and that resonates. And you see a lot of that. Iron Man trying to save the world nearly results in him destroying it. Yeah, I I can see that, but like, it's it doesn't mix well with the whole. Put a shield, what? Put a suit of armor around the world thing. I can see him accidentally destroying the world because he's trying to save it, but I don't think he's going for Yeah, but putting a suit of armor around the world, you could make the argument, isn't in a sense that was what Hydra was trying to do in Winter Soldier? That's exactly what the helicarrier. Yeah. That's essentially putting a suit of armor around the world. Yeah. Like, that ends like up, what I see that is, would end up killing the right. majority, and, if and not that's everyone. The, that's the thing with Iron Man. The only thing is, his like, his um like his approach is is flawed. Yeah. But he has the he has the means to cause all of this. He has the means, and he has at his core pure motives. Mm-hmm. But isn't that a classic villain trait? Your mo- your intentions are good, but your the, having the means and the way you approach it is what makes you a villain. Mm-hmm. It's what makes you ultimately a bad guy. Mm-hmm. The best villains don't think they're bad. The best the best characters aren't bad or good, which is the issue because we are like it's obviously drawing the line between who's a good guy and who's a bad guy. Yes, Tony Stark is displaying attributes of a bad guy. Villain, not a bad uh, guy. Villain, there is a, a big difference. Or an antagonist. An antagonist. Like, he's not being... Like, he's not... He's a villain in the sense that he's going... More and more putting himself at odds with who's more or less the heroes. Mm. But he's not a bad guy. Like, at his core, he's not bad. He's not evil. Right. Well, like, because the like the whole idea of the bad guy is kind of dead in modern media. That's not true. It's mostly... Dead. Thanos? What's Thanos' motives? Is, if, if they stick if to the comics, Thanos' motives is literally because he's in love with death, and he slaughters people to appease her. Which is, more, which is better than what we used to get in, like, the 70s and 80s, where I want to spread evil... And that's my motive. I'm dark, death, evil man. And I feel like we, like we have kind of, we evolve. We allowed our characters to evolve, but this kind of sets us back because we have this dude who, who has the means to do this thing. And the only thing that's, the only thing that puts him against the people we might be rooting for, is the fact that he thinks. Slightly different, and he's also powerful. It's not necessarily think slightly different. It's that I don't think he thinks anyone else 
can fix things. He clearly doesn't. He's working to make the Avengers obsolete. Which means he trusts himself more than any of his teammates. <laughs> that's why, like, he, and that's a big driving plot point. He doesn't consult with any of, outside of Banner, mm-hmm. who he considers his intellectual equal. Yeah. Well, that's he doesn't consult with anyone else on anything his only besides weakness, Banner. Yeah, his only weakness is, I can't trust anyone else to do this. No, his weakness is ego. Yeah, his weakness, his weakness is ego. That's a kind of small. That, like that's only a small weakness. It is ego, a small. No, in this case is for not someone. Small. Yeah, for someone like you and me. Yeah, ego is a pretty small weakness in terms of scale. For someone like Tony Stark, ego is the most destructive possible weakness for him and everyone. Literally, in this case, everyone else alive. Yeah, but I like his ego. ego almost caused and almost resulted in an extinction level event. His. Raw, unfiltered ego gained essentially gained physical form. Yeah, it's ego plus billions of dollars as disposal plus his intellectual superiority mm-hmm. to a good portion of people, except Banner. Right? Mm-hmm. No, it's all that's he caused a Age of Ultron. He yeah. caused the entire literally. Film. Yeah, he not even like it. oh, you can no, read it like, He literally caused it. It is the theme of the movie is that it is his... He caused it. Yeah, I don't see him as a hero no. for this. What I mean is he's a less complicated character because the only thing holding him back as someone as someone like working towards the happy ending is he has an ego. But he is, in his mind, he is working towards the happy ending. He, he is working towards right. the happy ending. Like, See, I argue that does make him a complicated character yeah. because his motives are... He he genuinely wants to keep the world safe. I can I can see that he's we've sort of seen it before that he wants you know characters like that you know right. But I see him as way more complicated just in comparison to everyone else in these films. Well, in sorry, my everyone else. Because the great things about definitely, the great things definitely about, not Captain Diabetes. Okay, no, the, not the, not he's not Hawkeye, he's definitely more comp. Hawkeye, Hawkeye is not, shown to be widow. They have a lot of stuff going for them. Yeah, because you don't focus on how powerful they are and their ability to destroy the world. Right. Which yeah. There's a, well, lot on, there's a lot going on. The ability like, to destroy the world. I don't know. Hawkeye kind of heavily contributed to the world almost getting destroyed in Avengers. Yeah, with he a did. lot of help. Like Hawkeye alone does not have does is not. He had resources capable. behind him, and yes, Loki was essentially pulling the strings. But like the reason Loki took Hawkeye, it's implied that a lot of the people who ended up working for Loki, besides Hawkeye and Selvig, were people Loki recruited who didn't really like Shield. Mm-hmm. Like, he had resources behind him, but, like, he took out a helicarrier, mm-hmm. essentially, a helicarrier. which led to, basically, the Avengers almost completely fracturing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right. so, if Hawkeye turned right now, do you think he could cause as much damage as Captain America or Iron Man? No. Ho- uh, Hulk? The thing is, I don't see Thor. Hawkeye turning. Without no, 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 it's not, it's not even the point. I'm literally just saying no yeah, at this like, point. No. Can he cause as much damage as 
um, anyone other than Black Widow who's on the current team. Maybe Falcon. Maybe more than Scarlet Witch. Potentially he no, could. Potent- I, potentially he could. He I, is, I, think him, I think he, him and Scarlet Witch are about on the same level. I think the she thing could is, though, surpass him because she has so many... Hawkeye, if he wanted to go bad, if he wanted to cause chaos, he could. Mm-hmm. Because but, he's got a lot of other stuff. No, because he's an assassin. Because he is a very he's a trained secret agent. So yes. if he went bad, he could... Start targeting world leaders and probably yes. get away with assassinating them. So he can do a lot of damage. He can do a lot, but again, it's especially in comparison to Iron Man. We just saw him nearly destroy the world. Mm-hmm. I do not think Hawkeye has that ability. Now, would you say Hawkeye is vastly less interesting than Iron Man? Before Age of Ultron, I would have said yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, same. He's but, got he's got some story, but now. that's also because like you pretty much knew nothing about him. He was yeah. a guy yeah. with arrows mm-hmm. yeah. who was friends with Black Widow. Now he has some story behind him. Right, and he's become a com- uh, he's he has become a complicated character, but mm-hmm. that he would make th- a good villain. I don't, yeah. I don't like, think it's no. that it, too too complicated either. He's kinda, no, but he's as as a he's not a complicated he's, character. He's a more complicated person now, though. He's more fleshed out. Yes. And what I want, well, but it's I, also like I, I could never see him, my sans mind control, going down the bad guy path. Yeah, like my issue was not okay. as much who's going to who's going to be the the, the antagonist, mm-hmm. or the quote unquote antagonist. My issue right. is I don't like, like I feel like Tony Stark should be a more complicated character than he is, and he's really just played off as the guy with the ability to cause law destruction and the motive to do so. And I've seen too much of that. What I want is the guy with abilities mixed in with these other per- like with, with these other perfectly capable people, maybe not the most interesting cast of other people, mm-hmm. but still perfectly fine people. And he happens to be able to like cause some damage. I don't want the superpower like I don't want I actually don't want the superpowered guy who has this kind of character flaw that can just blow shit up. I want actual multiple character flaws and or weaknesses. Like my issue with Iron Man right now is he's a bit more two dimensional than I want him to be. And that causes issues for me. Because he's two dimensional and he's he's very self insert character. I get it, but I, I, I disagree. I'd say honestly. I I get it. I understand what you want, mm. but I I'm not saying he, I'm not saying Tony Stark has a laundry list of character flaws. I, I mean, think he has he has a few. He has a few, but they are severe. And, mm-hmm. Well, and, and I, it's just the combination of his resources and his intellect that cause such huge implications right. for him. It's not even the intellect. I, I think that doesn't... It's mainly the, the resources. Suits. I think it's this... Well, the intellect helped create the suit. Right. That's, that's why I'm Right. Saying. That's it's, true. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, he could that's, never have that's created... That's all it leads into. It's, yeah, it's but without the resources, the resources, he never would have moved beyond the Mark One armor. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's primarily the fact that he has the resources available. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, just like, that's all, that's all I'm saying is there. The, 
the complete idiot couldn't have created yeah. the stuff right. that he created. So that's 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 why I throw in yeah. the intellect. Yeah, it's just the short list of crippling weaknesses that bothers me. Like, oh, he of, didn't really create Ultron in the sense that he just kind of. Not on purpose. Not on purpose, but no. He still well, I'm sort just saying, like, did. he didn't create Ultron's body, right? No, like, and Ultron didn't copy his intellect. Ultron was already smart. Tony Stark just kind of enabled him. Mm. Yeah, Ultron could learn. Right. Yeah. Ultron did learn. Ultron could and did learn. Also, Ultron was but, an entrepreneur. Again, Although Tony Stark again. did create an arguably more powerful AI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Jarvis. Yes. So it's, it, I, I get where you're coming from. I do. But the thing is, though, I prefer the Iron Man where he's kind of the way he is now, where like the decision, like he's making bad decisions for a good motive. Then say Iron Man Two, where it's like he was just kind of being a jackass, mm-hmm. and that's what fueled the story. Mm-hmm. This was fueling his story now is his vicious circle of trying to do the right thing, screwing it up, trying harder to fix it, screwing up further. I think that's the cycle we're seeing. Mm -hmm. I think now he's going to take the action of, I need to, you know, I've caused a lot of problems as Iron Man. I need to, you know, fixing it with the Registration Act. Yeah. Yeah. And like... Yeah, I don't know how closely they're going to follow this. I don't think they're probably going to bring it in to the movie just because, like, they don't have the the character diversity, partly because of deaths and stuff like that. But in the comics, the re- Spider Man starts his pro registration mm-hmm. on Stark's side. He gets the Iron Spider armor. Mm-hmm. Um, he reveals himself to further his identity to further the cause. Do you know why he changed sides? Uh, no. It was because of Stark. It's because Captain America launched... Because... They really haven't played this up too much in the movies. They kind of reference it. But Cap is a skilled tactician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, I yeah, we have it. seen I mean, elements of that. Right. Yeah. right. Because um, he's a soldier and stuff like that. Yeah. He launches some key strikes against Stark, even though he's basically running a guerrilla movement. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I believe he also had more hero support. So one of the things Stark does is recruit supervillains. Mm-hmm. Venom, Green Goblin, others with mind-controlling nanites. Mm-hmm. That's why Spider-Man leaves, because Stark, in desperation, starts doing that to try and win the war at all costs and Mm -hmm. get everyone in line. Mm -hmm. Again, his ego, him thinking he knows best... Mm -hmm. Causes it. Right. Trying to do the right thing, Mm -hmm. which is what is causing... I don't know. There's a reason hubris as a weakness and that kind of classic villain is as long-lived as it has. Mm. Because it's usually the most interesting. Like, yeah, the villains who are like, oh, I'm just a bad guy. I'm going to fuck shit up. Yeah, yeah, they're crappy villains. Like, Thanos isn't a cool villain because he's like, oh... You know, because it's like his motives are particularly cool. It's literally just like I'm in love with death. I'm just going to murder the fuck out of everyone, or I want power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's cool because he's just so rawly 
powerful. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's it, like it makes up. I mean, yeah, it makes him a cool villain. It doesn't make him interesting. Yeah. yeah. And and I enjoy the the like I enjoy the idea of two people fighting because their ideals right. aren't exactly the same, and it's not just about I want to spread evil, I want to spread good. But I'm like I'm starting to enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy characters more because they're not just about I want to save the world, and well, I, want, I want to yeah. save the day. They're self-serving. Yeah, they're they're self-serving. Like they have wants and desires beyond save the day mm-hmm. and save the day forever. It's like. I, I still I enjoy but Iron Man. Though, I Stark just... is the only one on that team who's fueled with the exception of Fry Black Widow he's the only one who really isn't fueled by like duty Captain America's a soldier he's doing his duty Thor is the crown right. prince of Asgard and from a warrior culture he's doing his duty mm-hmm. Hawkeye it's his job and I think it's the duty he feels to himself I think Black Widow, a lot of her is kind of fighting for redemption for her past. I don't think it's more out of a sense of just like, this is my job, this is my duty to whatever. Mm-hmm. Hulk. I think Hulk's making up for stuff as well. Arguably. <laughs> yes. Does this depend on the continuity? Hulk is just trying to make the best of a shitty situation. I I think he's trying to be an asset, which I could also describe, in my interpretation, could be described as a duty to Stark from the beginning. the situation. Like, as in Iron Man 1, yeah, he was taking down the Ten Rings and destroying his own weapons as a sense of duty, but that was where it ended. Mm -hmm. Like, what I love about Captain America or Iron Man is he he has that sense of duty, but it's also because he is a guy who was created to be two-dimensional in a three-dimensional world. He was not... He's not a human. He is a weapon. And that kind of adds a bit more, like... For Cap. Yeah, a bit Because Iron Man, that is definitely not the case. Right. Yeah. Because I, like Iron Man... Because Iron Man, from his get-go, has always been a deeply flawed character. Right. He was, for a while... Like, he started out as, like, an alcoholic asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I think the reason they, I, you know, they pretty much haven't done, like, done touched on the alcoholic part at all. I think that's just because of the the climate, the you know social climate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Cap, Cap is a sad, sad little weapon, and I enjoy that. Like he knows what he like that. His life. Okay, is sad more. isn't just like as a character. Yeah, so okay. like he's, he's sad. I thought I was gonna say oh, he's a pretty decent weapon. Yeah, like he's he's a he's a decent weapon, but his tale, like he's at the end of the movie, is I can't not be in war. This is my life. And that like that it's a great contrast to the whole I am a person who has the ability like who has choice and freedom and I choose to be a hero. It's more I can't do anything else. And I enjoy that more than this, like, more than this is the duty that I brought upon myself, even though I have the ability to do other stuff. I'm just going to be this thing. Arguably, though, Cap started out, at least in the movies, it wasn't like, I can't do anything else. He wanted to be who he became. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's found himself stuck in that. And now he's found himself stuck in that. Like, the visions, um, 
that they showed in Ultron. Right. Too, that, that, my point. Too, right. Or, my point was that it kind of shows him to be the most fucked up out of anyone on that mm-hmm. team. But like, Iron Man's afraid of failing. Yeah, Who isn't afraid of failing? Mm-hmm. I, Black I, Widow's haunted by her past. Hulk clearly is just tormented by him, him, his own right. demons. Did he have a vision? I don't know if she, he was shown a vision that pissed him off and turned him into Hulk, or if it was just like a different type of mind game. Right. But yes, yeah. she definitely like they didn't show it, that, but okay, that's like she was like, "I want the big guy." And looked at him, and the next thing you know, Hulk's running around. Iron Man's like, "She's messing with your head." Yeah. yeah. Um. Thor. Thor again. His vision it's supposed to allude to yes, but it was also like with Heimdall. Yeah, mm. Heimdall was accusing him. So yeah. again, him failing. Yeah, mm. I, I I wanted to cut in on the Iron Man one, Iron Man vision in particular. Again, we gotta remember that it's it's not this. It's yes, right. These are failed, all he these failed. are all visions of the future too. He but. failed. But it was at his own doing, right? That's uh, that's that's why I, right. I see it as his, as his own doing, not him failing to save them. He caused it and failed. But I, I don't think it. that's what he took from that. Yeah, and that's the important part. He didn't. In, I don't think he interpreted it as oh. I caused this. No, I don't right. think. I don't right, think. Yeah. I think he interpreted as right. Yeah. I think he interpreted it as oh, I failed and everyone died. Now yeah. I essentially caused this. Yeah, and because that's when he's taking the scepter. Yeah, which then truly was the film. It helped deteriorate in already degrading yeah. condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I reflected on that after the film. I was like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes him even way less of a hero. That this is that he doesn't see that he caused this. Which see what Thor took was Hyrule saying you failed or you did this, and he's actively trying to now figure out you know what led up to this, what you know Mm -hmm. how he can avoid that happening. Mm But he has, and has had since, because because of what he learned from the first Thor movie, he has a bit more clarity to see that because he's not clouded by his own hubris. Mm-hmm. That's where the distinction comes in. Yeah, so we like the only big resolution yeah. we're going to have is either he gets killed before he can fix what he fix like fix the mess he's made, or. He's going to have to change his comes true, or is it, or because he his he like or because of a change in his ego, right? And that's it. That's those are the only options but, we have. Yeah, but even like his, a change in his ego is going to be pretty interesting because look at his ego and think about what the fuck would have to happen to him to cause that kind of a turnaround. Mm-hmm. I'm voting for going to Paltrow dying. <laughs> that, oh, that, he causes. That. Can you imagine? He causes, he causes Pepper's death, death mm, and that's that. what takes it down. Tell me that wouldn't be fucking fantastic. It wouldn't be bad. 
Well, I mean, he he's already not really changing after he almost freaking destroyed the world. But Pepper dying? Yeah. That, we don't necessarily know that he's not changing. Well, like, We don't really see that. We see him fix the mess, and then he kind of... Yeah, part of him realizes he's causing more harm than good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, it's not like... It's, once he loses something precious to him. That, yeah, that may right. finally that. the illusion. Like, there's cracks. Like, he's starting to see a little bit. He's like, I'm, I might be doing more harm than good. Mm-hmm. Just his conversation from Cap at the end of the movie shows that. But it hasn't, the, it hasn't, it's just a glimpse through the fog. The fog hasn't cleared. Mm-hmm. There's no sign of that. There's signs that he's seen a little of it, but yeah, I think it would take something pretty drastic. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he just goes nuts and, I don't know, Rhodey or Cap has to kill him. Maybe yeah. that's how Civil War ends. Cap gets pushed. Cap gets pushed to the point where Stark has gotten so out of control, Cap has to kill him. Mm-hmm. Cap retires. Bucky forces himself into retirement. Bucky takes over. Mm-hmm. Now that's an ending. That's, it's, it's a pretty good ending. I still want it to be. I, it's like, I can I get. I want it to be kill Stark or Stark suddenly changing. Stark suddenly has burns. He's not going to do an automatic one eighty. Like, not not without a catalyst. Right, and like unless it unless we see multiple movies of him, I don't want just one movie where he makes the full one eighty. No, that's not. Uh, he's got three movies. No, I mean like we're going to see him go bad. How long will it take? Not necessarily to do the bad, though. No, uh, we're going to uh, we're going to see him rogue. We want, we want, we want, we're going to see him go rogue. We're seeing the. Seeds I think we're going him. to see. He's a, basically he's shown the seeds, the seedlings of order through control. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where Ultron came in, like right. a shield around the world, a, a, a suit of armor around the world. Protecting it, but from things getting in, but something like that stuff's not getting out either. Controlling humanity from branching out, from branching out to the stars, right. from exploring the universe, taking the pro registration side—that's like maybe it's like less humanity controlled and his kind mm-hmm. needing control. Mm-hmm. Like when I say bad in that sense, like, right? Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, I'm not antagonistic, saying, antagonistic. Not. We're, like we're gonna see him break, and I don't want it to just—I don't want to see one movie where he's like, "Oh man, maybe this isn't so great. I'm gonna well, start fixing things." Well, what if that one movie just has the shock that really just jolts him back? Like, say, his actions in Civil War lead to Steve Rogers getting killed. I can that's, see that shocking him into, I. No, because he I mean, was see, killed in the comics post to war. his retirement and another character taking over as Tony Stark. Right. You know, another actor. Maybe. I could see that. I'm, I wouldn't necessarily because I don't. I don't think yeah, it would be yeah. good continuity if he or he just, just kind of steps he, out and unless like he really really needed like say an Infinity War and yeah. like, maybe he's just like I. I can't be doing this actively all the time. Yeah. Look what I've done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I may I continue to bankroll the Avengers from the side, yeah. and if, you know, the chips are really down and it's do or die, I may step in to help them. Yeah. If they need it. 
Yeah, maybe. I just, I, I don't like that we're limited to this number of things that will prevent Iron What? We've got two, maybe three things. No, three, no my question two. is how many do you need? Unlimited? That's pretty I, much, uh, yeah, it doesn't I lock them into a single option. Because no. it's Because it's just going to be him, like, him breaking his ego at the at like at the the big resolution is going to be he gains humility and it might like because i don't think he's going to die he might die and that might be a necessarily humility it could just be like not necessarily humility but like he realizes his what is the fog clearing he sees himself for what he is yeah you can still have an ego and see yourself as a monster, and that yeah. will fuck you up even harder. Yeah, because then you have just—that's where I think more, you, right. it would lead to. If Steve war. Rogers died. If Steve Rogers died, okay, he still got that ego, or but now he's yeah. seen that it makes him a monster, and he has to now deal with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then it's not humility; it's then. actively fighting his own ego. He's actively fighting, like, in what? What do you mean by that? Like, give me an example of what he would do to fight his own ego. I mean, really I mean, start to start questioning himself. So, I don't think he's going to do a 180 humility. It might shatter the, the glass and him be like, fuck, my ego is killing me. And then he, I don't know, takes a step back to kind of rein himself in, take a hard look at himself. Yeah, do some yeah. off-screen, hardcore character development. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, you doing 180. I'm just saying we all know it's just going to be, oh, crap, I did something bad. It's I don't think it's going to be, I did something bad, though. They've already with they he's you've already, already shown he's right done so, bad and that hasn't going, fixed things. Going, it would be it would have to be something truly horrendous, like leading to the death needs, of Steve Rogers, like and who then, even he knows is a genuinely good man. Yeah, and that is could make him realize I've led to a genuinely good man, a better man than I am, uh-huh. being killed. So what's the difference between? Saying I've led to a man being killed. To oh man, I didn't want that to happen. Because it's just, I, it, it's just. It well, even with Ultron, to, it's like oh, I almost caused the extinction of the human race. I didn't that's, want that. I didn't want that to happen. That's still different than I directly because almost causing wiping out the human race is one thing. Mm-hmm. It's so much more personal when he leads to the death of, like, a friend of his, someone he recognizes as a truly good man. Mm-hmm. It is easier to take, to kind of dismiss the human race as a whole than an individual. Mm-hmm. It's basic psychology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, okay, so... So that's why I think it would be a catalyst on an individual level basis, something that matters to him. Like, he loses Pepper, he loses Brody or Steve Rogers... Like, leading to the death of, like, him kind of, even inadvertently, if he sees that he inadvertently led to, I'm not saying, like, he snaps Cap's neck. Right. But, like, his actions, like, Cap is so busy fighting the war, Crossbones assassinates him, or some yeah. nonsense like that, um, might make him be like, I, my actions led to the, this. maybe I'm not, like, I'm not what I think I am. Mm-hmm. That it could completely just bring out in full force what he's kind of glimpsed already. Mm-hmm. He's on the road to seeing that he may not be what he thinks he is. He may not be like the savior of the world that he, like the only savior that he thinks he is. Because mm-hmm. yeah, he consults with Bruce on things, but he doesn't really listen to him. Right. 
But which still means that even someone that he recognizes as his intellectual equal, if not maybe his intellectual superior, he still thinks that he, only he knows the answer, only he knows the right way. I'm saying like causing something bad enough to make him quest. It doesn't even have to be like in an entire movie. He's just like, oh, I guess I'm done with this. It just needs to do enough by the end to raise that question. Yeah. To start him questioning himself. And then you can fucking do the rest of that off screen. Once you start him on the road, that's the important part. I'm not saying you need a full resolution. Like, I don't really want to see him completely do, like... I, like, I want to see I want to see what triggers him going on the road. Because then you don't need to see it from there. You don't need to see, like, taking it from... I'm not... I'm, I'm the real monster here. Because I don't think... I think he saw himself in Ultron... But it was the same way that Ultron saw himself in Stark. And they both rebelled against that. They both refused to acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. But the seed's planted. Mm -hmm. And being so adamant that it's not there, it means they both recognize that about themselves. On a subconscious level, Mm -hmm. it just requires something to bring it to the front. Yeah. And bringing that to the front of... We've already seen the groundwork. Mm-hmm. Bringing it to the front of his mind, that starts him on that road. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't really need to see where it goes from there. Or at least not the entire process. Like, you can then jump ahead from, like, he kind of goes off, does... Hell, goes to therapy. I don't, I don't fucking know. Retires the suit until something... Until he is a better man. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Um... And then later comes back, you know, and it's implied that he's going to go take a hard look at himself. He's going to work towards being better. Yeah, we all and then he can, all... and then you can come back, and he's hit that point, and you or really don't lose a lot anything. better. It doesn't need to be. He's not right. perfect, or he, as, he can't fully right. You can himself. as long as you see really where it starts, where that road starts, mm-hmm. and you know that's the path he's taking. You don't need to see the path. You can jump in the later down it. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not actually talking about like right. all the in between stuff. I mean, he's, by the he's end of his wanting. character arc, by the end of his character arc, we know that he's not going to be like. We know that he's going to be less so like the hugely egotistical uh, jackass who see who has his own one uh, mind, like straight-minded way right. of justice. He's going to be at least slightly more in tune with the other heroes. One resolution. One resolution is he doesn't improve at all and fucking dies that way from his That's own right. mistakes. And he doesn't he doesn't like that option. He doesn't like the becomes more in tune with the other heroes and he doesn't like start dying. Wait. Well, well there there's two. There's Stark dies no. before his character arc is resolved or his character no, I would argue no. that him not making personal growth, him kind of going nuts no. and dying no, I, uh, without redemption, that is still an end to a character arc. Yeah. Because he yeah. then, he not getting redemption is still an end to a character arc, and I find a satisfying one. I would I find actually, that a satisfying one, I but agree. I, because I have no faith that the Marvels, like, that they would, that they would end with Tony, like, they would end Tony Stark's story in the Marvel Cinematic Universe they would Tony Stark like that. They would end. I think they would end Robert Downey Jr.'s role as Tony Stark. I think that's a possibility. I genuinely do. And then five, ten years down the road, another Iron Man appears. Another Tony Stark appears. Iron Man. 
He dies. Pepper secretly pregnant. <laughs> the kid grows up to be the next Iron Man. That's, that's the possibility. I, don't, I would be. I wouldn't be too satisfied. The thing, with, that. With, the thing with Iron Man is there's always been one Iron Man. Like, it's always been pretty much Tony Stark, right? Yeah. And so there's only one way to go. If well, I think or did did Rhodey take over as Iron Man for a while? If, I, if, I, if it is possible, if it is Google. Iron Man now, uh, Iron Man, yeah, personality, um, James Rhodes, James, just going to James Rhodes as he take over. Well, here's the other thing, though. Because they I, could, I, I they Marvel's could. Not gonna use, the Marvels will not be done with him until they've got that whole character arc resolved, and it's going to end either with him being dead. Or with him being more like more in tune with the heroes, like maybe maybe these other people can help me. But he's not necessarily, I don't think he's necessarily saying. If you're talking about these other people, as in the heroes, are you or no? Uh, no, other people in general. Other. I mean, they could though, like. Conceivably, they don't necessarily have to follow the comics. They could kill Stark, and someone else could take the armor and, and take up saying. the mantle. They right. could do something completely new. But that's a different character, then. Yeah, yeah. My, like my issues with Tony Stark himself. Yeah. Tony Stark as a narrative. I can device. see them writing off Tony Stark. I can like if they write off Tony Stark, that's a totally different thing. At this I, point, they don't necessarily need Tony Stark, and they don't necessarily need Iron Man. At this point, with Phase Three in full swing. Like, maybe they might need him for Infinity War, but do they really need him after that? He's what brought the asses to the seats in the first place, mm-hmm. but with Guardians, they've kind of shown he's not necessarily integral anymore. Yeah, it's fun, to, it's cool to see, but you could go on without him. I mean, yeah. you could... It you had would to. Not be for starters, you don't necessarily need to... It doesn't even necessarily result in a huge loss for the team. Mm-hmm. As long as you have someone... As he can will that the Avengers have access to his resources. Mm-hmm. And as long as there's someone as smart and inventive as him... Banner. Or I was thinking Vision. Oh, Vision. Yeah. On that team to make use of those resources, you don't really need him. Yeah, he's a powerhouse, but there are other powerhouses. Yeah, yeah he's could, a genius, but there are other geniuses. You could see him, Vision, kind of swap. You know, swap out Tony Stark with Vision, like the role in Age of Ultron. You know that uh, briefly that right. Stark and Banner are together. Collaborating, no, they're two minds. That's uh, what I'm saying. Because uh, I feel like Iron Man is enough of a cash cow that they would still probably retain that Marvel would still probably retain him. Now, I, I'm saying I'm not saying they're not going to, but I'm like enough I of a cash cow, yes, but also the cost has gone up a lot. The cost has gone up, and a lot. also is kind of a cash cow, but he's not getting a solo movie in Phase Three. Right. Yeah, he's in Civil War, but. They haven't said anything no. about considering There's, Iron Man four. No. If anything, I they I think they one. there may not be one at all. Yeah, I think Robert Engineer is willing to do one, but I think he's also he's like there's no plans for an Iron yeah. Man four. Mm-hmm. There aren't. He was even going to originally I think be a. He's going to have more of an impact. Uh, more, his character is going to have more impact in Civil War than originally was planned. I don't remember the exact reasons why, but I do remember he was going to play a lesser role. I, I still want to see what happens after Infinity War. Okay. Understood. Because, like... We can meet back I, in five years right. and then speculate. Right, great. Tony and Stark speculate on the announced... Not great. 
I suppose. I don't know. I, I disagree, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. I disagree as well, but mm-hmm. I, I don't see Captain America as a narrative device being good. I feel, I, I feel he's a strong narrative device. I don't... I really don't. Yeah. I feel like it's... But I yeah. still side with Iron Man more. Like, Iron, Man's, Iron Man's got it right. People don't know what they want. Yeah. So you just, so you just like government. So you just like shove them all together in a, in a little bowl. You let them die out. Problem solved. <laughs> Everyone's dead. No. Like there's no upset. way for the majority of Civil War are they going to portray him yeah. as a hero. Like yeah. he is no. the antagonist. Yeah, no, He's he going is. to be the antagonist. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have like Baron Zemo and um, Crossbones is going to be there. Crossbones is not going to be main character. They hinted that there's like another villain that's also going like a new a new threat yeah. which I'm kind of hoping this new threat I is like secretly they're just gonna be like by the way guys guess who's back it's Red Skull oh, yeah but we're not gonna see a screen of the Hydra I've had enough two movies of Hydra is enough you kill one Hydra two oh, more wait, come oh, okay, place. okay sorry I think two Hydra and then a quarter of Age of Ultron the first portion or like a small chunk, just to, and I mean Hydra's more or less gone. I mean Baron Zemo showing up and he's Hydra, yeah. but I think they're definitely they're not going to be like the big bad. They're going to be kind of like a minor threat. They've more or less been shattered and on the run and scattered. It'll make them more dangerous, but they're nowhere near the powerhouse they were in First Avenger or. Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And that I can accept. If they kept being like, the ultimate bad, like, I'd like them more as they were kind of in Ultron. And I'm fine with yeah. them using them that way. Yeah, I am too. Like, I'm, I'm more minor threat to try the plot. But. I've still had enough of the name. Oh, dear God. I would, I would love to see Red Skull come back, though. Just Red Skull. I'm pretty sure he's, like. Just his head. Well, Zola, <laughs> Zola's Floating, gone. levitating head. <laughs> They recast him as the Argentinian dude, or was it Venezuela? I can't remember. I don't remember. Oh, jeez. Red Skull? That dude. Red Skull dies on screen, but, like, they actually killed the actor. No one is brought to justice for it. Man, the practicals in this one were amazing. (laughs) Oh, it looked like that guy was really beheaded. It's confirmed Venezuela. Venezuela is not Argentinian, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, our, our Argentinian he who, he <laughs> who we're sorry. shall not be named. Um. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Speaking of he who shall not be named, any word on that new Harry Potter stuff? That's that. Oh Robin's God! Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Is that it? The new movie trilogy. I I only heard like. It's gonna be a trilogy of based course, off of like a companion no. book. Red. I just I don't care. <laughs> I'm so I'm so pottered out. I there he is because we've had a good kind of low, right? How many years has it been since we haven't had Harry Potter? I mean, stuff? part of it was like a year. Has it been only a year? Because I was in the movies. A couple oh, of years. That's what I'm, t- okay. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is it, it's been maximum like I don't know, two years. Part of it was like the psych, the fucking psycho fans, some of whom we've That's known, fair. like the yes. psychos who write, who you know, write the erotica and force the, you to read it. Like my immortal. I was thinking more of a certain person we know writing oh, yeah. the Harry Draco erotica and making us all read it and. Good times. I don't know, and I. Uh, 
Like I there I know I've heard people who've said that like the just utter saturation of Star Wars has kind of killed it for them. Mm-hmm. And like I I definitely am and they're just like I, I don't care about Star Wars anymore. I'm, I'm like I've hit that with Harry Potter. Yeah. I think it's about time we had a new big thing. That's not the Like part of me the other like even like Couple weeks ago, I was like, "Oh, I haven't read the books in a while." I should. I was like, "I, I just, I can't." I mm-hmm. don't, like immediately, I thought I was, just, I was just like, "No." Do you think I, it I don't? I don't want to. It's yeah. just. And, like, I sort of think the Marvel universe universe is kind of taking out that you're role. Right. That's right. Taking out big that, thing. Yeah. Well, it's the big thing. It's yeah. what what films make the most money at this point in mm-hmm. time. What film opened second? To its predecessor for biggest opening ever. You know Avengers. what I would love, and I know it's not going to happen. Pokemon. No, you know what I was going to say. You know who I'd love to see pop up in Civil War, but okay. with everything that's been done already, I really I don't think it. Daredevil. Dude. Now, because uh, you know I'm no, not gonna, no, no, I'm, I'm not, not going to spoil things. I'm, I'm no, not, no, I'm not going to spoil things. Yeah. No, I'm not sighing to that. I'm just sighing the thought of the first film. That's all. Yeah. I'm oh, saying. Uh, I th- no, I'm wondering. Like, I I feel like it deserves another shot after this television. Series. I have to relook like at the the timetable for when the shows are releasing, but I'm wondering if Defenders comes out before, at least if not part one of Infinity War, part two. I wonder if they, depending on how big they're going, if you know, Luke Cage, Daredevil, Iron Fist, uh, Jessica Jones are going to pop up in... I I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. Because the Defenders are, you know, street level. Yeah. 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 Dude, Cody, you need to watch Daredevil. It's... I'm, holy shit. I'm going to cram in... How many episodes? Like, 13? Yeah. Standard season. 13 over the next 24 it, hours. And it's not like... I mean, I will say it's not like, you know, 13 episodes of, like, a, a cable TV show. No, where no. It's, where it's more like, you know, no. it's like, you know, more like 10 hours once you fat because they're only, like, four minutes long. Like, these are all 53 to 55 minutes long because they're Netflix series. Yep. Good guy Netflix is putting the entire season up at once. They do that. Yes. With all yes, their I mean, Yeah, good guy yeah. Netflix. Yeah, that. no. It's, they blow their load a bit early, but, you know, the people appreciate it. Well, the yeah, other... Well, well, see, it works to their benefit, though, because they're not doing, like, a week-to-week thing mm-hmm. with their... Like, they basically can make it... I'm trying to think if any episode had, like, a definite, like, a self-contained story. I think it was more just, like, a season-long kind of episodic right. story. Mm-hmm. Which worked great but yeah. it's something you can't really do necessarily with like a, a lot of like cable dramas like you can do like a couple like two three part episodes but it's hard when like because you have to keep you have to worry about keeping an attention span right. for an entire several months as opposed to just like Netflix knows to keep like they're catering to binge watchers mm-hmm. by doing like the whole season that once stuff yeah. like that and I mean no. they know their market mm-hmm. Like, for network companies, it's better to have the, the weekly episodic thing just because that way you can test things out, see what people like, and, right. and fix it in time. But, like, Netflix is made for binge watchers, yes, so it it's is. best if you put right. everything yes, out once. I'm sorry, I just keep staring at the Venezuela, Venezuelan Red Skull. <laughs> wow. So, so uh, this one and, and the Red last Skull. one are going to be a lot, yeah. <laughs> Um, 
I think we oh, had a really good guy. podcast. I I really dude. Yeah, I got one <laughs> our season finale. <laughs> Is this, watch a surprise episode <laughs> with your special. But, who uh, dies off? <laughs> who dies? Guy? Who gets killed off? Okay, so one of us is gonna t- make a one eighty before. <laughs> the next oh, did I not tell you? I as I glare intently at Niles, stuck a gun into the session. I was just gonna shoot Cody. Oh, dang! God damn. But in a way that we don't know if he's dead or just wounded. Ooh, I like that. Shoot me in the chest. Cliffhanger. In the chest. Tune in Break the season. chest. Bang! Ah, is he dead? Is he wounded? Find out. Oh, and you know, if you love the show, follow us on face or you know, come find us on Facebook at Nick and Niles Get Nerdy. Follow us on Twitter at NNNCast. Or set shoot us an email at um Nick and Niles, that's A N D at gmail.com. Um not quite sure. You know, it might be a little while before the next one. We gotta work out we, logistics. Yes, um ooh, we though. We have uh, before, right before the episode aired, Cody and I each ordered ourselves a podcasting microphone off yes. of Amazon, yes, so we, we can definitely work out a continuation of being able to do this when we're spaced all over the fucking place. Yes, we'll um, figure it out. Summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get the any fine tuning out of the way for the mics, and then yeah. get up and running, and we'll work this out. I'm sure there will be a weekend or two here and there that mm-hmm. we'll all just be bored out of our minds and be like we need to do a podcast it'll end up being like three hours it'll, it'll I didn't figure great. it was going to be that long I figured once we get the logistics figured out I mean they might be a little less frequent maybe no, like every no, two I'm, weeks or something but yeah, yeah. no I'm yeah that's yeah. what I was talking that's yeah. kind of what I was talking I was yeah. get it figured out after a little while and then the first one after it, the first podcast after that will be like Three hours long. Do live from the store. <laughs> the UPS store, after hours. Live from my office. <laughs> I'm actually at Steve's desk in the back. Can you, like, every so often just be like, tell him, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking seeing if he would maybe want to do this sometime. He's into, like, Battlestar and comics and shit. He might fit in well. I don't know. I mean, he's going to have to bring up his own nerd cred. That's mm-hmm. cool. But, uh... Yeah. yeah. He's enough, I think. He's a magic nerd. Ah, yes. Oh, God. Already they are. And on that note, um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, uh, stay safe, stay strong, stay supple. Stay nerdy. I have got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And we're out.